Hey everyone, it's Steve. My co-host Adam and I have been exploring Milwaukee our entire lives and we've put together more than 250 podcast episodes about our incredible city. This episode features Steve Sazama, president of Saz's Hospitality Group. Steve and I dig into all things about the history of this authentic and cherished Milwaukee brand. How did Saz's get off the ground? How did they initially get into places like Summerfest, State Fair, and major sporting events? How was the famous and so delicious Saz's mozzarella stick born? What are some of Steve's favorite memories and why do relationships matter? All of this and more in this entertaining and informative episode. Experience Milwaukee has its home studio in the Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Our official beer partner is New Barron's Brewing Cooperative. Meet us there for our Halfway to Milwaukee Day party on October 14th. We're sponsored in part by Visit Milwaukee, and our official presenting partner is Growth Law. And don't forget to subscribe to our daily text at textmke.com. Thanks for listening. Love you, Milwaukee. Hello, Milwaukee! Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. Milwaukee is fun-loving, up-and-coming, a rising star. And now, let's get into the episode. Steve Sazama, president of Saz's Hospitality Group. Can I call you Saz? Love it. Welcome to the... So, this is like, since I can't not even remember since way back, Saz's, the sampler platter, the food, the, the place with my family has been just part of my life for... Forever, so it's it's an honor to sit down and get some of the backstory today. Well, Steve, I'll tell you what, it's been amazing. With the um, I got goosebumps just <laughs> when you say that because Sazes, we want to bring fun, enjoyment yeah. to people, and when you hear that word Sazes, we want that smile on your face. Yes, and my God, it's working. <laughs> it's not so. It's not just the food. It's the it's the memories of every place you are when you have something from Saz's and it's usually tied to friends and family and some kind of festival and some kind of fun and music it's awesome certainly been amazing (laughs) and it's been 47 years and we've had just a wonderful time doing it so we are sitting in the restaurant yes today Uh, beautiful place lots of history we'll get into that but um, I ask this of everyone that comes on the show and it's you know who the heck are you, and what do you do here? What, what how? Maybe we start at, at at just a high level. How you started, and then jump, skip to. You know, I'm sure we'll skip some details and come back to them. But what do you do today here? Well, right now, I'm kind of overseeing. In uh-huh. fact, the staff, a lot of the staff, doesn't even know who I am, <laughs> which is which is fine. It always not, happens, not right? At the, not yeah. at the restaurant, but at catering in particular. Oh, sure, but. Um, but it's just a great staff working uh, all the seven uh, entities that we have. Yes. And, you know, good people make things work. And you got to give them the ability to, to do that. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good leader who can do that. It started with nothing, and you know, my father taught me how to work. And, you know, uh, we had uh, six jobs at one time and 15 credits at Marquette University. <laughs> so I was a busy man. Yes. Um, so you started, how did, what, 
how did this start? How did you, what was the impetus for the idea of starting the Sazes? Well, I was very fortunate. I worked for some of the greatest bar owners in Milwaukee, Maurice mm-hmm. on Prospect, uh, Jerry Cohn, which has Major Goolsby's, mm-hmm. and then uh, Pep Palmer, who had Pep's Place, and a couple other places. Pep was a great school friend of mine, and um, uh, I worked for him when he opened a place, which is now Colonel, it's been Colonel Hart's the last 25, sure. 30 years. And I was working for him, and then Jerry Cohn approached me, and that's when they opened up Major Goolsby's, which is right across the street from the arena. Uh-huh. When we opened it up, we had no name. We, we, were, we were in the phone book with Barrett, no name. <laughs> and it was just a blast. To be uh, named later. Yeah. And uh, from there, I was there. I worked for Jerry for two and a half years. Pep, a good friend of mine who had a bar up the street, he said, there's a, this property on 55th yeah. Estate. Yeah. You got It's got your name all over it. <laughs> and so. 47 years later, yeah, here we are. Yeah. $10,000 was the loan from the bank oh, that, wow. that Pep got for me. Yeah. From there, it's just grown. Sure. I'm very, very fortunate. And I knew so many people from Major Goolsby's or, or Tending Barrett. Maury's on Prospect. So just was a great time. The Goolsby time really got me into the sports theme. Yeah. And uh, met a lot of people. Just been fantastic. So you open as a bar restaurant. Is that correct? I had leased my kitchen out, so a couple ran the kitchen for me. Uh-huh. And at last, I never thought the food would be the way it was. Right. And right. Uh, I mean, it was only this, the middle part of the building. So the parking outside or the west side, uh-huh. those are new. So the other part was only, we only sat maybe 50 people. Okay. And we served food and very limited. And then after about four months, I, I took over the kitchen myself. We got, were very popular. Super sighted, pop, like world got famous. Si- got sighted a couple of times for having too many people in the place. <laughs> McCabe was the city inspector. I still hate that guy. <laughs> oh, man. So in my heart, in my mind, I know Saz's as the things I said, but also the mozzarella stick. It's an amazing item. How did, how did you transition into taking the kitchen and then into the food that, is, that you're known for today? Well, Steve, it happened because of Summerfest. Okay. You want the story of Summerfest? Yeah, yeah let's, do Summerf- it. Okay. let's do it. All right. All right. The food coordinator for Summerfest, Tracy Sproul, uh-huh. her uncle was one of my original customers here. Okay. And then I had a couple other customers from the Miller Brewing Company, and Miller was the only natural, national brewing company that had a festival division. So they had festivals all over the country, maybe oh. um, uh, Jazz Fest, yeah. Chicago, or whatever it might be. Right. Between Tracy and then uh, her uncle and then uh, the Miller Brewing Company, they had a spot open on Summerfest. And uh, we took that over, and, uh, so was and a, we, that, needed, we needed a food product, though. Yeah, it was an open space on the grounds. Right. Okay. I'm Bohemian, but I love Italian mozzarella marinara, which is a pan-fried mozzarella cheese. Uh And I said, boy, if I could ever have that we could eat with our fingers, we would be really have a product. yeah. So my chef went out with his buddy who who owned the Yum Yum Tree, Chef John. Okay. And he asked him that question, and of course he said, cheese egg roll. What's simpler (laughs) than that? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant, yeah. So grab a wonton skin. Roll it a piece up. of cheese and um, and then seal it with a little egg white. So you can make it at home too. You know, but not you, as good. No, not it's as not. good. Not as good. Don't have the cheese that we have. There's a little secret in the cheese and the love oh, and the love. love yeah, love. yeah. Okay, so I can only imagine back then the Summerfest grounds 
looked wildly different than they do today. If you took over a food space, it must there was food there, but was it like it is today? Well, they had a lot of asphalt was on the grounds then uh-huh. and in the Miller area. But one of the things there was most of the vendors were like a, a, a national, like sports service or oh or, sure, you know, so, not, not local. So there weren't m- m- many locals. Yeah. Jerry Cohn, I think, was one of the first, and Casper Balistrave in the Venice Club, mm-hmm. and then I think I was third to uh, to get on the grounds. Wow! So then they started bringing the, the local vendors on, which really then promoted food. Otherwise, sure. everyone had hot dog brought, you know, whatever. It was right, right, right. Unimaginative and. We, were, we came in at a, at a right time. And today you've now, I mean, I can't walk anywhere on the Summerfest grounds without bumping into a Saz's spot, um, which is, for me, super convenient, um, which is awesome. If you think about growth, you mentioned when we started, I think you said seven companies, seven entities, yeah. right, in, in this brand family. How has the company grown and kind of diversified over the years? Well, one thing led to another. When people came here, uh, a friend of mine gave me a, a rib recipe, and uh, which was the Maniachi. Uh, they, were, they had famous restaurants mm-hmm. in town, and uh, they had the town room on Third Street. It was below the town theater, and I'm okay. really dating myself. That's all right. It's, it was it's it, important. You know, yeah, it, it was great. And uh, my fish fry was from John Steinmiller, who was a uh, business operations yeah. manager for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, and been with the Bucks for. Forever. For, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. And John's a good friend, so he gave me the fish fry recipe. And so we had these two <laughs> recipes, and, and we went to work from there. And as people ate the, enjoyed the food, being so close to the stadium, they wanted to have, uh, we had to put the sauce in a bottle, we bottled our own sauce then. Yeah. And they would cook their own ribs and use my sauce. And then, of course, that led in, the, well, no, we want your ribs, we want your people to serve it to us and so that's how that started okay that went very well until the new stadium opened uh-huh. and then they didn't want they weren't real big on outside caterers okay doing it. made us change our focus a kind of adjust bit. a little bit yeah. yeah and so we got looked very heavy into the wedding mm. business mm-hmm. and which has turned out to be a good move and there you go and we're also back at the stadium too but you know yeah. it's just amazing yeah but that has brought um uh, we catered. Uh, well, we've catered. I mean, we've catered uh, a lot of different parties. Uh-huh. And one of the nicest re- relationships we had was with the Green Bay Packers. Sure, and we did the Tender there. Tailgate yeah. Zone for them for seven oh, years. Yeah, and it was in the East parking lot, and it was a blast. Yeah, uh, a little tough for the workers driving up I forty three at three in the morning when yeah. it's foggy or maybe icy or icy, whatever. Cold, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a great relationship with them. And then when they ended up with their Tundra tailgate zone, uh, we knew that we wouldn't be part of it because they were putting a permanent building in. Sure. But it was just a great experience uh, for us. Um, we were the official barbecue sauce of the Packers for a few years. And um, one thing seems to lead to another. Yes. You know, I mean, the Summerfest, because we were at Summerfest, State Fair wanted to start getting more local people involved as mm-hmm. Summerfest did. Yeah. So Billy Griner, the president, gave me a, Give a some dirt out there. <laughs> some dirt. And, uh, <laughs> and we built something. That, and we were on the west end of the grounds at the time. Uh-huh. And that was like, you had a better chance of seeing God than people walking up <laughs> right. to it. You know, I mean, yeah. They got to the Paps Pavilion, but it then stopped, yeah. that was like <laughs> the giant slide. And then after that, you, Nothing. you, you yeah. fell into a 
deep hole. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So we got people, and you know, we, we were able to do that, and then that area kept expanding. We expanded it, I think, five or six times, and we sure. tore it all down and, and replaced it three years ago. And then 27 years ago, that led to the uh, Pabst Brewing Company. They decided to pull out a Summerfest, I mean, out of State Fair, uh, 120 days before State Fair. Ouch. So they're looking for a vendor. Yeah. I was very fortunate that uh, working with the Miller Brewing Company, and we were able to get the, the contract. Little did I know, and seriously, I didn't know this until about three or four years ago, mm-hmm. that, that they wrote a letter to the governor <laughs> asking him to <laughs> make me the vendor. <laughs> so <laughs> I kept wondering why this governor kept hitting me up at, this, uh, at the auctions all the time yeah. to spend more money. <laughs> now I finally realize. Now you that, know. Yeah. Now you know. All of that, and now you're 47 years in. Yeah. What are some of the memories that that stand out now that you look back, starting with that $10,000 loan yeah. to today. Well, you know, everybody's lifestyle has changed so much with, with the cell phone. Sure. But a lot of my, really, you know, the, in the old days, without the cell phone, were some imaginable things. We had, um, at the old county stadium, the, the, the brewers couldn't sell out. I mean, it's 50, you know, 56,000 seats, you know, so... Mm-hmm. So we were able to get quite a few tickets, and one year we got over a thousand tickets for one game for opening day. <laughs> and we had twenty nine school buses. So if you go from here, <laughs> Steve, you can look all the way down. Yeah, as far that, as you can where go. That apartment building yeah. is, you know, and where that apartment it used to be a Marcus Commissary for, okay. for the Marcus Corporation. Okay, uh, and. Uh, and we had a thousand, over a thousand people go. Those was just the tickets that bought here, and then we had a couple of hundred others. But, sure. And we had a big tent. The whole parking lot was a tent, and uh, of course a big band, either Good the Blues days. Brothers or Barry's Truckers or somebody. Sure. And it was sure. just uh, an unbelievable time. I can't believe. I I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. We put the tent up one year for the World Series. Again, things have changed so much. I mean, all the permitting you need and everybody, it's just, it just uh, the cost of stuff now. It just, yeah. it, it, it just wouldn't work out. Uh-huh. But we had some great brewer champagne, just really vintage stuff. <laughs> so, so did you spark the, I mean, now so many establishments have a shuttle to the, to the sports teams. Was that sort of the spark back then, an opening day with the 29 buses and... Well, and now you, everyone you does it. When I opened up, there was dairies on on uh, on Blue Mountain, which is dugout fifty four now. Okay. And Kelly's Bleachers was yep. something else. Mm-hmm. And then where the uh, uh, Mexican restaurant is, that was um, Ray Jackson's. Okay. Okay. And then there was one bar west of there, but really nothing. nothing not much. Nobody, yeah. you know. In Wauwatosa, uh-huh. there was just Peps or Colonel Hearts now. Sure. But that's before Lefts was there. Uh-huh. So we, we were the very fortunate uh, that uh, the timing was couldn't be better. Not that there wasn't planning, but you were you seemed like a kind of go-with-the-flow kind of guy as opportunities open up. Well, yeah. Well, Pep was a great personal friend. Unfortunately, he's, uh-huh. he passed away about 20 years ago. He took care of the money. Uh-huh. So I was the idea guy. I was getting the people in the door, you know. Sure. Someone else take it to the bank, you know. I mean, you know, I don't want to worry about Make it the rain details. and let people worry about that. Yeah, yeah, right. So it was, it was. I was very fortunate with that, and we did a couple of really, really neat things. Like we, 
to this day, I think we ran the last private train from from Milwaukee up to Madison for a Wisconsin game. Uh huh. So we had four train cars, and at that time, the train was actually able to stop in, in Wauwatosa because it was a train station. Uh huh. So the train stopped there to pick people up, or otherwise it wouldn't stop here, but it would stop. We got in downtown. Sure. But just just fun things fun like stuff. that. Yeah. We bought a 1947 Greyhound. It was called the Saz Hound. The <laughs> Saz Hound. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. People would we'd take it. To, people could rent it out. Um, we had uh, four booths in front. Yeah. And then uh, a, a bar in the middle, and then the long table where guys played. A lot of guys played cards and yeah. poker at on, on their way to the racetrack or wherever they were going. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot. It was just a just a blast it seems like relationships have really mattered over the the course of this business and in your career any relationships stand out well first of all yeah. you hit the nail on the head yeah when you say relationships yeah what do i tell all, all of my people it's all about relationships yeah it's all about the handshake it's all about the eye to eye when we did the the gmo i wouldn't do it unless we had a one one page contract yeah right right <laughs> you know i mean we didn't need you know and uh and relationships are so important we started this conversation i started it with sort of the the hist- my history with sazes and memories i have and will always have do you think about legacy for this company or for or for yourself even and the i mean you've probably spurred a number of chris's out there in the world and turned them into you know whatever they are but yep. We Do you think about that at all? Well, I can't believe. Do you not have time to think about it? No, no, no. I no. I reflect, it's, it, and it's really neat because again, good people, no good people, and right, good things right. happen, and you work hard, and and you know, there were times here I I almost lost the place. Uh-huh. You know, when I put the addition on and in, in the uh, east building, uh-huh. interest rates were only eighteen and a half percent. Wow. And that was through a savings and loan. That wasn't through Uncle Vinny. That yeah, was, yeah. That was his, and then they wanted 2% of new sales. So that almost put me out of business. Thank uh-huh. God we, we doing, they did a lot more food then. Yeah. And um, But it was pretty tough times. Even sure. though you had a lot of business, you had a hell of an expense. And then when interest rates went down to 14 and then 12 and 10, it was like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. I go. mean, you guys don't don't have any idea. You know, when I, when I think of mortgages, we're at 3% or whatever. Right. You know, how great. For, right. For, the, for everybody. But yeah. It was, it was an interesting time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was an absolute pleasure uh, taking a few minutes. I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I'll be a, a long-time uh, loyal customer forever. So Wonderful. So, well, yeah. thank you. It's been very enjoyable. And uh, uh, we always like to say Saz is the finest. Yes. Love it. Thank you. All right.